If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. You're listening to the Throttled Adventures Podcast. And now, your hosts, Cody and Chappie. Welcome to Throttled Adventures. I am Cody, and over here is Chappie. Hello. <laughs> How the heck are you today, Chappie? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Pretty good. Made it through the uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving festivities, and uh, I know this is probably New Year's today, but yeah. Yes. Yes. So I would like to wish all of our listeners a happy New Year's, and. I'm so excited because I've been watching, you know, the where things have been coming from. And we seem to have uh, listeners all over the world, which is very exciting to me. Hello, all over the world and happy, happy new yes. year. Uh, we have a listener in Russia. What? We're in, Hello, yes. comrade. We are in France, Great Britain, Netherlands. V. v. All right. So it's, Hello, Pretty everybody. awesome. That is exciting as hell. It is. It's very exciting. Well, thank you What's for joining new? us. Sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off. No, that's all right. What's new with Cody? Well, you know, just been uh, dealing with the cold weather a little bit, working on the bikes, getting a little bit of rides in here and there, but not much. It's getting cold. Really? I was tempted to go out today because it was, it felt warm oh, until you'd been out for a while. And my problem is I don't have any non-vented gloves. So garbage sacks. I need to get some ski gloves or something. Garbage sacks. Garbage sacks. I am not wearing garbage bags on my hands. Okay, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, that's not going to help with the cold. It keeps the wind off. Yes, I, I can imagine that about all it does. So, I was going to go ride today, and uh, my son-in-law's bike, Squatch, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't... Brake failure? Not brake failure. No, this is go failure. Uh, he changed the oil and go his failure. air filter, and uh, I think he's got a carb issue, you know? Like he has to have that quarter open, 
for it to keep running. Ooh. So we went through that. We went through the carb last night. Check the compression. Uh, we recently did the head not too long ago, and he's been riding. It's It's been good. Do you have a compression checker? Uh, over at Johnny Mac's house, we do, but... I would check the compression. It can't be that, Jeffy. It can't be that. Well, if you redid the head and something is wrong with the gasket, yeah, that could be. That's, and if you do a top end, like the base gasket, you know. It seems more like a carb thing. Like, Are you a silicone guy? I am. He is not. Okay. He, You know he is right. <laughs> I... Guess what? My bike's running, his isn't. So you tell me who's right. I understand, but the gaskets are made to flatten. Most, me- my most, most mechanics, when they see silicone on the gaskets, will flip a gasket. They might, but that's because that's how they get their money, so they should shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now duct tape I mean, barbed it's, wire. <laughs> it's been he's been through a couple races and I mean it, it's ran just fine. So he touched something when he was doing his air filter oil last night. Whether it kinked the throttle hose, I don't know. Mm. Well, hopefully he gets that all sorted yeah, out. Yeah, so it didn't end up riding today. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. It happens. It was a little chilly you know i bet you guys got snow right we have recently but it was sunny today but that that's a great segue actually chappy it is we like segues but how many freaking bikes are enough that's tough that's a serious question yes and if that's what we're gonna do i'm gonna have a question for you at the end oh boy Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bring it on, baby. Just fucking bring it on. Well. Whip that motherfucker out. Let's get this party started. If the listeners have been listening. He didn't even crack a goddamn smile. If the listeners have been following us here on podcast, I'm pretty sure they know we both have multiple bikes. If they've been following either one of us on YouTube, they definitely know we have more than one bike. So that's a a loaded question as to, you know, uh, is one bike enough? Uh, If you only have room for one, I, you know, honestly, I think that's a loaded question because depending on what you enjoy, um, Two wheels. I have th- right, but I mean that the, there's a lot of different ways to ride on a bike, though. I know I enjoy two wheels. If you're the, right, but if you're the type that enjoys track days, you know you got to have something that you can do track days with, and a dual sport ain't going to get that done. I haven't got there yet, but I like two wheels. Right. So, as a loaded answer, I like right, but I like it, to ride it, a motorcycle. A, Right. Period. So, but how many bike? The whole how many bikes thing is it's a loaded question because it all depends on what you enjoy. 
Well, how many types of the, riding is there? How many types of riding is there? Well, there's road track riding. There's motocross riding. There's trials. Check. check. There's well, only two checks. I've named three things. <laughs> <laughs> You've got trials. Check. Which is, you know, kind of what you and Johnny Mac do, just a little, a little bit different. Um, Same you've techniques. Got your, Right, but it's a, t- a totally different bike. Yeah, no seat. Are you kidding me? Right, <laughs> right. And, you know, what they're doing is a little more extreme than what you guys are doing because they're, like, climbing walls and stuff. Which, oh, we climb walls, too. Right, and I've seen Graham Jarvis do that on his Husky, too. Well, that's Graham fucking Jarvis. He's an alien, dude. <laughs> yeah. If there's any proof of life of aliens, just look at fucking Graham Jarvis. Yeah, he's humans he don't do that good. shit. Uh, humans. I saw a video, not to get off subject, but I saw a video of his one time where he rolled out of the van backwards, got down to the bottom of the ramp, popped it up into a wheelie, and then the whole video he was just wheeling everywhere. He like wheelied yeah. up to a wall, jumped up the wall, and then at the top of the wall. He was in a wheelie again, and off he went. It was just... Did you see his... Uh, I think it was his COVID video. He was... Uh, no, he was I at, didn't. He was at home at his apartment in the backyard and riding around, and he was going over the shed and actually fell into the shed and, like, <laughs> bouncing off his walls and going through the house. It... Okay, Graham Jarvis is just amazing. Yes. Well, he spends... <laughs> Every waking moment on a bike. I think much. he's been on a bike more than he's been on walking. Probably more than on his feet. So, cheers to that. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got uh, touring, which check again. You're not doing that on a sport bike. Well, I, I suppose you can, but it's not going to be as comfortable. I guess. Come on, get on a crotch rocket and go all the way across the fucking country. Let's see it. Yeah, no thanks. No thank you. Um, I wouldn't mind riding. I mean, I love that type of bike. Uh, I've had several. And I've always wanted to do like a track day. Well, you should. Yeah. Even, I, if, you, even if you go rent one. What the hell? I, I might. Um, you know, it, coming soon. Before I get too old and can't lean. I was going to lean into the microphone. I didn't do it, Chappie. I fucking held back. Holy shit. I'm going to have to put a spike on the fucking microphone, right? Surprise. Coming to a track near you, Chappie. Tries. Track day. You just want to do that because you want to buy the suit. I know. Nope, because they got them. You're going to be like that kid in the fucking Christmas story. Can't, no. put his, can't put his arms down. <laughs> no, but uh, the place here, you can rent them. That's awesome. Uh, I think it's the bike, the suit. You just bring a helmet. Yeah, the bike, the suit, and the track time is like 500 bucks. And the balls. Uh, you have to supply your own. Yeah, you got to bring the balls. Yes. Well, to it's answer your question, I think uh, I'm just going to say six. It's kind of a random number, one of my favorite, but random. You're a random guy. <laughs> I am definitely random for sure. 
Uh, I never get home the same way twice ever. On purpose? Sometimes on purpose. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's just I get lost in going a different way. And sometimes, you know what? If some fucker's following me, I'm going to make them work. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I... I don't know. I just don't put much thought into it. I just go home. I just go home. I've only got like three ways to come home. So, well, you can back up and go. I mean, I make an adventure out of going to the motherfucking Maverick grocery store. Whatever. I was going to say, what the fuck is a Maverick? Oh, man. If you don't have a Maverick, I'm so sorry for you. It's Adventure's first stop. It's our, uh, it's our gas station, our, hot food station where you get your smoke station but they call it adventures first stop and every Mm. time we go on an adventure we stop there first nice but i mean it's pretty simple i've got a dual sport 701 it can be on the road it can be off road i've used it plenty of both and this idiot just maybe riding it all the way out to your fucking house next year oh i hope not for your sake 34 hours. 34 hours, baby. But you know what? Every two hours, you got to spend 30 minutes. I don't I mean, know. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the 11 hours down to Virginia and going, oh, God. Yeah. But I, I can theoretically, physically could do this. Could do that. But we're asking yes. how many bikes are enough. For right. that trip, I would prefer a, uh, let's say a, BMW 800 or 1200 that can still right. go off so road. An adventure bike. Yeah. Yeah. The adventure bike, not the mid sized, I guess, dual sport is what the 701 would probably be classified as. Yes. But a little more street worthy since I think it's 2,220 something miles from my door to your door, something like that. Last time I looked. I mean, don't hold me to it. It's I know it was like 30, 30 some odd hours. I think it was like 34 hours because it was like two 17 hour days. I Googled it and it told me one day and 10 hours. It didn't say that's 34 hours. hours. Yeah, it said one day and 10 hours. And, oh, that, my, and yeah, that's mine, drive time. Mine said hours. That's just drive time. That's uh, right. That's not. And when we're talking on a bike. I, I, well, I mean, if you're in a truck, smoke in a them truck. if you got them. Exactly. Just fucking pee out the window and head on down the road. As long as I got something to drink, a hose to hang out the window, okay. smoke. I was going to say, just keep going. I'm glad you said a hose. <laughs> well, we always got to look for the hose. <laughs> uh, Times are tough, chappy. People got to work. Yeah, to to me, it's a, it's a loaded question because it all depends on what you're into. If you only enjoy off road riding, yeah, then you could probably get away with one bike, a dual sport. I tried um, the three hundred. That was supposed to be my only bike ever. I told well, the wife, and then I met somebody. Did this stinking youtube channel where he travels all over and does these on-road off-road shit and i'm like well i can't take my 300 out on the road nope. i no plate. could i could plate it but really oh yeah yeah 
The 300 XCW is made to be street legal. You just got to put blinkers on it and plate it. But do you want? Would you want to drive a two-stroke across the country? Not me. Well, I mean, my whole thing is you're not pulling up to the gas pump and just pumping gas either. Yeah, no. Johnny and I had this conversation. At first, I was going to try and go across country on my 300 two-stroke to be one of the first idiots to ever do it. But after riding the 701 across a quarter of the country, I don't think that I want to be on a 300 two-stroke. I love my two-stroke. Yeah. I'm- it's the wind. It's the wind that I'm talking about because I think my 701's 350 pounds-ish. Yeah. Ish. Uh, the 300cc one is not that. Maybe 250. Yeah, it's like 220. And uh, it's probably like 220. When the wind blows real good and I'm on the 701 loaded, it moves me a lane. Yeah, I don't care. Wants, yeah, I don't care wants. what bike you are because you're blowing something that's straight up. You know, the wind is hitting the bike and it's just pushing you. You just got to lean into it. Yeah, you can do that, but it's a lot easier the heavier your bike gets to do that. Mm. Hey, my GS is heavier than my Ninja was, but the GS gets blown around more than the Ninja because the Ninja was more tucked. You know? Yeah, I was going to say it's because you're higher. Better aerodynamics. Because you're higher. Yeah, there's more to, to push. But, I mean, I feel that in my truck when I'm going down the highway, too. Yeah, well, let me tell you. I've done uh, some pretty serious wind miles on that 701. And, uh, man, it will wear you the fuck out. Oh yeah. No, I I don't have, I totally get it. I don't have a sportster screen, you know? Oh, I know. I I mean, I'm looking at because of some of the research that we've done on, you know, our BDR trip, looking at 11 hours from here to the beginning of the Mabder and yeah. That's 11 hours on a highway yep. on a 250. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's a whole day because every, even if you only stop every two hours, you're going to add three hours to that. Yeah. So you're 14 hours. Well, my buddy John Kerr says that you get eight minutes at a gas stop. That's pee, fill up, grab your food and go. That's not enough time to rest your body. You're not going to... It's not enough time for me. It's enough time no. for, for people that do the uh, iron butt races, apparently. But that's speaking of, he's got a bike for that. That's a Honda Goldwing that is set up like a fucking oh, Cadillac, dude. Exactly. Literally, it could be a Cadillac. Right. This thing has so, two kegs on the back. He drinks water. Right. But, you know, a more burly rider type could... Uh, Whatever. They look like kegs. <laughs> right. So, again, I, I say, I think it all depends on what your likes are. You know, if you're only in the dirt, um, if you're somebody that doesn't want anything to do with the road and you like riding on tracks, then, okay, maybe one motocross bike is enough. Um, yeah. You know, I, I have a motocross bike, a vintage that, uh, I ride at the track, the green machine. Yeah. I have 
the BMW that is uh, strictly on road. I bought the on road version because, you know, me and the wife wanted to go on trips. You know, I got it because it's got bags. I didn't want to pay $25,000 for a touring bike. So I bought an adventure bike. But I got the road model, not the off-road, on off-road. No, you can take it back, Chappie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the wife would kill me. <laughs> but I also just bought a dual sport so I can go play around in the woods. But since I bought that bike, I also have come to the realization that I could be happy with only one bike. Oh, yeah? I could. Is it a unicorn? If, no. What bike would unicorn. make Chappie happy? Yeah, unicorn. They don't exist. Kind of like got the kicks that freaking got on the bike of dirt bikes and camp. Ain't going to happen, bro. But what bike would make Chappie happy? One bike. Just one. I already have it. What? If I had to keep only one of my bikes, I would keep the Honda. Your wife is going to kick your ass. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Not. Absolutely. So but why? Why the Honda? Because I can do everything that I can do on the other bikes. If I wanted to, I can take that to the motocross track. I can take that on the back roads and into the BDRs and do all that stuff. And I can take it on the road. So come to it's my not house? The, it's not the best bike to do long trips like that, like I said. But you could. Kind of dreading the 11 hours down to Virginia. But, but you could. It is possible to do it. That's the key. I would much rather be on the BMW on that 11-hour trip. Yeah. Uh, cruise control, windscreen, uh, infotainment system. Yeah. But you're right. You could make one bike, and I, I could make my 701 my only bike. Yeah, I I don't think I would be happy with that one. I think that's a little bit big for my my likes. Yeah. But again, it's it's a I it's a could. personal it's a personal preference and it's a personality thing. Um, ideally, money's no limit. I would have a track bike. I would have a motocross bike. I would have a you know something like what you've got your KTM. I would have a dual sport. I would have my BMW, and then I would have a fun bike. The wife's not going riding like an XR1000, you know, or uh, a, a naked. Did you something. say naked? <laughs> yes. Well, that's what they call the stupid I things. I know, I know. It's a crotch rocket with no fairings. <laughs> The riding position's a little different, that's all. That's what she said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Hey. This episode has gone into the toilet. It has to at least once. Yeah, I'm going to insert flush down here. Yeah, we need a flush uh, sound effect. Yeah. Probably so, also a female orgasm sound effect. Be uh, cool to throw in once in a while. Okay, so... <laughs> We've kind of figured out that, you know, our, our views are similar, but yet a little different. I mean. Well, here's the part of the show where I'm going to drill you down. Drill. You're going to drill me down? Yep. Here we go. How many bikes, realistically, does Chappie need? None. 
I don't need any. Oh my god. Well, I if you said realistically, realistically, I don't need to any. fulfill your appetite of the type of writing that you do and plan to do. Realistically, be, money is still an issue. I'm not saying I could be totally happy with one. But I mean, realistically, need I don't need any. It, I don't need a motorcycle to survive. I do. Sorry. Well, I mean, again, that's a that's a mental health issue. Yeah, I I've also been on them since I was eight. I've had periods of time where I've had to not be on them or not have them. Um, you know, when the kids were little. Yeah, I went through that. Yeah. You know. I went through periods of having and not having, having only dirt bikes, having only road bikes, you know. All right, so you were drilling me down on how many vehicles, how many... How many bikes do you need? And you said none. Yes, because I don't need any. In that case, I'll be over to pick up the 800 in one day and 15 hours. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody really needs a bike. I need a bike. I mean, if if you if you really, I need a bike. Uh, I am addicted, and honestly, it is a mental health thing. If I don't have a bike to ride, I'm no fun to be around. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's not helpful. I'm just saying that I don't need one. I've gone through parts okay. of my life but, where, but to do I didn't what you to want to do, how many do you need to do what you want to do then? I think I'm happy with what I have. Um, the only bike I have a loan on is the BMW. That's because, I mean. It's I, a BMW. <laughs> well, no. I mean, the, the Ninja would have been paid off a year, year and a half ago. But um, the wife was showing more and more interest in riding. Um, I was not going to discourage her. And it just wasn't as much fun for her or me. Um, riding on the back of that crotch rocket. Yeah. You know, the seats. I mean, my wife is tiny. You've seen pictures of her. Mm -hmm. I'm not huge. You know, I'm six foot tall, but I weigh like 170. So I'm, you know, kind of a small guy. And my wife looks like, makes me look like I'm a giant. <laughs> so <laughs> um, she's like five three, five, four, maybe a hundred pounds, 110. If you know, she didn't shit that day. <laughs> <laughs> flush toilet flush. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, she's tiny. So for her to not be able to sit on those itty bitty little seats, <laughs> you know, bad. Right. So we made the decision to buy the, the BMW. I mean, I've always wanted one of those bikes, you know, and just for, you know, like the touring type of thing, not the going off road, the car type of stuff, just the, you know, the upright BMW with the bags. Yeah. I've always thought that was one of the coolest looking bikes ever. You know, the, the 1200 GS. Yeah. They're, they're cool looking. Yeah. We made that decision. So we made it together and, I went and I purchased a new bike and I actually dropped my monthly payment. 
And you got a Beamer. Yeah, I pay $30 less a month for the Beamer than I was paying for my Ninja. And I've had the KX250. I bought two uh, KX250s for 800 bucks. I put a couple hundred into it and I ended up selling the other one for like 350. So I ended up with, you know, for 500 bucks, I got an 88 KX250 that's still ready running to run. today. Yeah. Yeah. And we just did a top end rebuild because I was having a starting problem like oh. squatch. Uh. No, my compression was fine. That bike ripped. Yeah. But I was having a hard well, time grips. getting it started. You just can't leave it to idle. So you don't need a 1200. No. And that was uh, quite a bit more than what I paid for my 750, 850. Now, would your 850 go across from your house to my house with that, with the wife on it? Would that be comfortable? Would it be? Absolutely. So that's enough bike. You don't have to have the 1200. I'm just curious because. No. Um, but for you, I would not get the 750. I would get the 850. Well, because the 850. More, more the uh, GS uh, Adventure 800 or 850. 850, yes. Yes, that's what I mean. The My 750 has mag wheels. It comes with road oh, yeah. tires. I'd have to have spoke tires. So, Yes, and I, I also have only have a 19-inch front, and the 850 has a 21. But that's what we uh, wanted because we wanted a, a street bike. Yeah. I don't want to – I didn't want an adventure bike to take her. I mean, I've seen people doing it. I, matter of fact, I think I sent you and Tim a video of a guy on a 1250 coming down – through the sand with somebody on the back. Mm -hmm. I sent that to Tim too, because, you know, I've seen him. <laughs> hey, but, uh, you gotta do it. Yeah, I, not me. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. And I don't think the wife would be too happy. I mean, the few times that I've been on a dirt road, I'm glad that I have an adventure bike because, uh, once I learned how much. The enduro mode helps even on dirt roads. Really? Yeah, I've I've been on dirt roads where there's like gravel and it's like, you know, you get the rocks and stuff like that. You know, they're bad enough when you got knobbies, but yeah. the knobbies kind of go over all those little, you know, golf ball size rocks. You know, they kind of help. When you're on street tires, it makes them it makes it like you're riding in sand or on marbles. Oh, fun. Putting the bike in enduro mode changes the suspension. It changes the power delivery and standing up on the pegs, the bike changes dramatically. See, I, I, that's what I would like to experience. Cause I've never experienced that. Like you change the mode to enduro, you know, it looks awesome from somebody that's never done it. It looks like magic, right? Right. So that that's hugely appealing well, to me, but I have not tried that. So I don't know and if, if it's I, just a gimmick or if it really works. So it's cool to hear you say, you know, it actually makes a difference. If you put it in, you know, just normal road mode 
which is your cruising highway or something like that. And you're easy on the throttle. You're not like trying to be, you know, Rossi or something like that. I get 63 miles to the gallon with the wife on the back. Fully loaded, you know, like travel and stuff like that. I'm still getting like 60, 60 miles to the gallon. That's, that's really good. Yeah. And then in October, we were looking at, I was getting, what was I getting? Like, I want to say like 56, but the weather, it was colder, which, you know, makes the gas consumption go up. I don't know why, but something to do with the air being thinner. Yeah. Same with my body. Does the same thing. When it gets cold, body wants to shut down. It's harder to run my body or the bike. I think it's just natural. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, I would definitely, uh, you know, cause, uh, the 1200 you can't buy anymore you got to get to 1250 and you're talking 22,000 stripped that's without any engine guards and any of that stuff yeah just money whatever right <laughs> but for 15 you can get into the 850 i'm just thinking on a bdr type thing i think it would be funner for me on a 850 than a 1250 because size does matter and weight. But, but yeah, if you look at him, he does the 1250 or 1200 just fine. My 750 is 500 pounds. <laughs> it's, that's, you know, it's, it's a heavy bike. Yeah. That's the drawback, you know? Yeah. The, the 850, uh, it's got bigger wheels it's got the telescope, you know, upside down forks. Um, it's, I don't know. So, know. Sounds like I need like about 10 different bikes or want. Well, I mean, to do it, it depends. I it, do. If you're the type that likes to specialize in things, like you would never be doing the stuff you do with Johnny Mac on any of the other on bikes. your 701. No. Never mind on. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't even want to. I wouldn't want to do that on my uh, my two fifty L either. So you know, the three hundred, the torque, the three hundred. That's what it's made for. I mean, that's what Jarvis rides. It's the three hundred, right? That's what it's made to do. It's trials, dirt bike, obstacles, woods, trail. Yes. Now, if if I could only have one bike, I. Th- think I would probably lean more towards the Husky 350 or KTM 350, either yeah. or the same, yeah. same, same, thing. same dip bike. I just prefer the white over the orange. See, I'm the opposite. I'm, I like, the I'm orange. not a big fan of the orange, the black and orange. I like, I'm not a fan of the white. I wish this came in black. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Sharpie if you want it. No, I'm, it's, it serves its purpose. Yeah. And it's easy to find. That's the key. I have yeah. lost one of those. Really? The the first version, the Delorme. I don't know if you remember hmm. those before Garmin bought them. No, I didn't know anything about these until you and 
Amanda started talking about. So there was a little Delorme who started that technology, and uh, they were a little more square and smaller. But yeah, my first moto camp with Squatch, uh, we took two tents. We had a support tent to to put all of our gear in. We we had no idea what we were doing. It's hilarious. It was funny, and it was on our three hundred dirt bikes with no racks. I mean, the whole. I've got a picture. We we did two trips with the bikes back to the truck out at the road. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but I I ended up coming home with everything <laughs> I had. Everything except for that fucking Delorme. <laughs> oh, I keep mine in my tank bag or in a pocket in my jacket. They were not orange. Yeah, they, I, they I, were a darker color, so it was harder to find. So the orange is good. I, I try to keep my pockets good. empty. I try and uh, use a carabiner and clip it to my tank bag, or, or you know, yeah, I use bar mount. I'll try and. Attach it in two places, just because yeah, those are fucking yeah. expensive, though. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, ideally, um, having it on you just in case you know you get tossed from the bike. Yeah, but I, I'm a big proponent of not having anything on me because anything in your pockets is potentially uh, a dangerous. Yeah, on a, end up on a inside fall. you. Yes, at least that would be easy to find. I mean, it's a GPS; they could just. <laughs> A surgeon would have no problem finding it. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I think I think you need multiple bikes if you like multiple different types. It's like the right tool for yes. the right job. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I will totally agree with you there. But if you're living in the city and you have a space for only one bike. Move. That's <laughs> not always an option. <laughs> From the a sensible point of view, I mean, it's either well, you have you, one or you have none. Look who you're talking to. There's nothing sensible about this person, so and that's all right. But we're trying to appeal to the listeners. This oh. isn't. Are know. most people sensible? Most people are. Right. If you're trying to get somebody into riding, and they can only have one bike. If you're sit, if you know the way I'm looking at it, I'm not telling somebody that they have to have multiple bikes because no, no, you don't. It's gonna, it might seem overwhelming, which it it shouldn't be. It should be fun. Yeah, definitely. Once you, you got to start somewhere, definitely. But once you have one, then you kind of learn though. After you get your first one, what you like and what you don't like. Until that point, you don't know. Right. I mean, you can have a good idea. Like, if all of your friends ride trails, then you're probably going to want a trails bike to hang with your buddies and and do that stuff. I didn't know I wanted a dual sport bike when I bought my 300. It wasn't even a thought. In fact, until a couple months ago, going... I'm sorry, where are you located, Chappie? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That was not on my radar to go on a motorcycle. Until a couple months ago. I guess what I'm saying is we evolve, but you're right. You, you start off somewhere. You definitely start off somewhere. Right. And I don't want the the listener 
thinking that if they're going to enjoy all this extra stuff that they're going to have to, you know, no, spend no. all this, all this insane amount of money. And, but I mean, the motorcycling it, is expensive as, it is, as expensive it is as a hobby, but you get good at making what you have work because even if you had the perfect bike, you could, you could try and formulate the perfect bike. There's compromises. Yeah, absolutely. In one area or another in every motorcycle. Yes. And there's no better example than adventure bike versus dual sport. I still don't know the difference. Uh, adventure bikes CCs. are street. Well, adventure bikes are road motorcycles that are designed to do some off-roading. Whereas your dual sports is basically a dirt bike yeah. that's made road legal. And even in the dual sport range, you've got your Honda, your Kawasaki, and uh, Suzuki. Uh, they don't really have. They don't. They have, the they have a two hundred. Yeah, but they have not in the not in the the mini range. You know, not in the two fifty three hundred range. Hmm. Um, Four fifty, right? That's where they start. Yeah, and that That's thing's like it was made back in nineteen seventy, and they really haven't changed it a whole lot. I mean, not that they have to. The DR four hundred. A lot of it, people love a, it. Yeah, but. I'm thinking like, you know, the, the Honda and the Kawasaki, they're more, they're like a, a road bike that can do some off-road. And then when you get to the KTM and Husqvarna, you like the 350, well, the 350s are, those are dirt bikes. Those yeah. motors are dirt bike motors. My 701's a freaking dirt bike. Right. But it's the maintenance intervals, bike. right? But the maintenance intervals. Yeah, that's when you're talking. When you're talking about the 350, that motor, the maintenance intervals is almost the same as the 450 motocross bikes. Yeah, you know, you're you're doing your valves and stuff like that. Yep. a lot more often. My 250 is the same motor that came out of the CBR 250R. That's the motor I have in my right. C- CRF 250L. It's the street bike motor. The maintenance intervals are huge. 600-mile yeah. break-in, and then it's 6,000 miles for an oil change, and it's like 25,000 miles for a valve change or valve adjustment. It's like insane. That's nice. I, I'm, and my I'm being like a little right in the middle sarcastic, of that. but... No, but you're you're right, and maintenance is something to take into consideration for sure. So I had the right. six hundred at break in, just like you were saying, and then I'm supposed to check the valves at every six thousand. I think check them, which I did not do for fourteen thousand, and then I had to fix the valves. Well, shim them, shim them, but that was owner error. That was that was on me. And yeah, and that's where you know the maintenance is a big important thing. But now that I know I can do it, that's not a big deal to me. I enjoy the maintenance. I just didn't think I could do that. So that's why I put it off. Uh, now I know I can do it. No worries. I like the maintenance. But if you don't like maintaining your bike, if you don't like hands-on inside your bike, then maybe... You better have money. That, yeah. You better have money and maybe get something that the intervals are further apart too. Yeah, but even if the intervals are further apart, you still have to do it. 
and yeah, taking but it less often. Taking it to the dealer is expensive. It is. But if you only have to do it once a year as compared to twice a year, or, you know. Well, my uh, thousand mile break in on the BMW was 300 bucks for basically an oil change and to go through the bike and check all the bolts and nuts and stuff like that. This is what terrifies me about wanting a Beamer. Well, it's, but it was a hundred dollars just for the oil. Yeah. Well, it's a hundred bucks for the oil on my bike too. It's ridiculous. The oil on the new bikes is insane. But I think I need multiple, multiple bikes, but a new person can get away multiple, with multiple, multiple, multiple. Dude, I could have, <laughs> I could have mean, multiple, bikes. multiple. Oh yeah. Same. I mean, Johnny Mac has, I don't know, probably 10 bikes. They're all off-road. My buddy's got 10 Makos sitting in his garage and they're all motocross bikes. I mean, some of them are like his kids and wife, but I mean, having too many bikes is not a thing, but can you get along with just one bike? Most people can Having too many is a thing if you can't afford them. Well, it's not a thing because if you can't afford them, then you don't have them. Uh, if you're, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just playing word games with you. Yes. However, we're coming to the end of this uh, episode, and uh, you said you were going to drill me with a question. I so think we're fucking over bring the, them on. I bring think we're on. over the end, man. We're at forty minutes already. Well, hurry the fuck. Probably up. longer than that. Hurry the fuck up. We're supposed to focus. Yes. Well, um, you had a question. Uh, power, me. power outage, you know, kind of. Okay. Well, um, I didn't kiss the microphone, so give me. Props. Yeah. You, you kind of like, you kind of like shattered that question with where you went with some of the things. So, okay. Sorry. Um, I basically was gonna, if you could only have one bike. What would it be? And you already kind of answered that. So kind of, uh, I think I might have said the seven hundred one, but I might have changed. I might change that. No, I think you kind of s- said that you wanted the the eight fifty, <laughs> well, and then you kind of weaselled me into saying that if I could only have one, you know, the the husky would be the one. Yeah, in, in my eyes, that would do what I want to do. Um, Yes, it would be harder for me to take the wife for rides. It wouldn't be as comfortable for her anymore. Yeah. But I'm really, really hoping that uh, she decides to get her own dual sport type bike. That That's we where can my wife's explore. She keeps asking me to teach her. DR200. I was thinking TW200 for the wife. Oh, those big ass wheels. They are big ass wheels. It means you fall over less. And they look fun as fuck. That's why I was thinking that. Yeah, but you want something that's gonna be easy for her to learn in. <laughs> They're pretty low to the ground. So Is your is your wife short? She's shorter than me. So Johnny Mac taught his wife on um it's a Yamaha two twenty five, I think. T T uh, Yeah. So I could probably borrow that and, and try that. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, definitely if you could borrow something to teach. In fact, he told me he has the clutch parts. It just needs the clutch put in. That's easy enough. So if I do that, I could probably do that. So 
That's a good trade. There you go. Only teaching the wife, I might end up putting another clutch in it after that to give it back to me. <laughs> but, you know, that's uh, $100 bucks easy. for clutch plates. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty easy. That's not too bad. I would advise that if you're going to teach her the clutch, get her to sit on the bike, have her don't t- even touch the gas, just let out the clutch till she makes the bike roll, pull it in, and do it again. Over and over and over. It's going to teach her where the f- where the friction zone is. Yep, friction zone, baby. Yep, because that's the most important tool. It is. If you don't even have a concept of friction zone, you don't follow Johnny Mac. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I, I saw a video where the, it was one of those track days, and they were teaching people how to ride, and that's Just what they clutch. did. They put they put them on these these bikes, and they no told them, don't even no throttle. Just let the clutch out till the bike starts to roll. Let it out really slow, and they would go forward a few feet, and they would pull the clutch in and use your feet to back the bike up a little bit, and then they huh? would do that like over that. and over and over and over again. I like they that. did that for like an hour. I mean, but it then, sounds boring, but it actually sounds effective. Yes. But it, Which it, is they what learn. we're after, effectiveness. Right. And once they're done with that, the rest is, you know, easy. Because that's where you're starting and stopping. Yeah. If the wife said, yes, she wanted to, to ride, I would run right up to the local dealer where I bought my Honda and buy her uh, DR200. Did you hear that, Bob? Tell him you want to ride. Yeah, it's uh, low enough to where she'd be able to touch flat foot, uh, maybe balls of her feet, and then, you know, we can go from there. Yeah. And it's something that I could throw in the back of my truck and take her up on to the October Mountain in the dirt roads until she gets comfortable. And then once she's comfortable, we can leave from the house here. Baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah. And, you know, back roads type of thing and just go explore. I've had so much more fun just exploring back roads and not worrying about whether it turns into a ruddy old dirt road. You know, I just, I've never been able to do that before. Now you can. Yeah. I mean, I always had crotch rockets before and, you You know, just opened up a whole new world. Oh, absolutely. Yes, and the fact that I can go get lost in river creek beds and stuff like that too, you know. Great. That's what I mean these <laughs> yeah. are these are my favorite things to do, seriously. So, you're speaking my language. Definitely, if I could only ever have one bike. If somebody told me tomorrow that I could only have one bike, um the Beamer and the Kawi would be gone. The Honda would be the only one left. That's you know that's funny to me just because I wouldn't have seen you saying that six months ago. Not that uh, there's anything wrong with it, but I just. Because six months ago, I hadn't experienced right. what I did on the, you know, my thought was uh, dual sports were dirt bikes that were crappy on road. Um, that's also one of the reasons why I bought the Honda. Not only was it a good price, but. It was a decent on-road bike yeah. that is capable off-road. I don't need a screaming eagle through the trails. 
No, I'm not interested in that. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be doing those. That yeah, those days are behind me. Anyway, I like to enjoy the scenery and yeah, you know, it's yeah, like cool. hiking for me. But I don't hike because I'm too fucking lazy. Right. Well, th- those you know, screaming through the trail days are over. Yeah, I don't have any interest in that anymore. But uh, a lot of people think that the dirt bikes are not capable on the road. Say like the KTM or Husky or or your bike, they're pretty capable. They're just not, it's not a cruiser. Tire selection makes a big difference. That would be a big deal. So if I'm coming to your house on my bike, it's going to be on street tires. I've never put street tires on the 701, but people supermoto those bikes all the time and love them. Yeah, you change tires when you get here. That's what I was thinking. That's what Johnny was saying. If you do that, ship me ship your dirt some tires. tires. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. And then we can ship them back when you leave. Yep. But we'll see. I mean, I'll get there one way or another. But uh, for the sake of this episode, it could be done. I'm not saying it'd be the freaking funnest time of my life. No. But it could be done. Safely, it could be done. And it would just probably take longer. Oh, Yeah. You figure every two hours, you're gonna stop. Yep. And you stop, in. have a smoke, grab a bite, squirt a piss, whatever. So if you stop for thirty minutes every two hours, you got to add seventeen stop hours for 10 to fifteen minutes. But okay. yeah, I mean, for ease of math, half hour. Right. So if you're gonna stop for a half an hour each time. Add 17 hours. No. 17. You would add eight and a half hours to your trip. So you're looking at 42 hours. Poof. Yeah. That would not be a straight through trip. I'd have to camp one night, at least one night. Oh, absolutely. I don't think the whole, I don't think 34 hours would be a straight through trip. <laughs> not uh, not since I got sober, chappy, years and years ago. There might have been a day. <laughs> no. Not on a bike. Or even in a car truck. That's just. Uh, well, if you had multiple people taking turns, that's different. That's true. But multiple personalities don't count, they tell me so. No. All righty. All right. Well, I'm going to sign off and go to bed, Chappie. Holy shit. Sounds like a good idea. Well, for Chappie, I am Cody, and we are saying goodbye to you across the globe. And thank you for joining us. I hope you have a great new year and have some fun adventures on your bike. How about you, Chappie? I agree with that sentiment. But yes, thank you so much for listening. Uh, We appreciate each and every one of you. And until next week. Wrap on! <laughs> <laughs>